Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday, 9th of November, 2019. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good evening, John. How are we doing? I'm alright, and no Gordo. No Gordo this week. He is so, in Amsterdam. I know. It's getting, there's like too much room. Ah, it's, it's very spacious here. I'm using his seat to put my rucksack on. You're like one of those annoying train passengers where I would just fucking look at and That's go... Fine, but there's no one coming in. There's a thing above the head... There's no, there's no storage rack in don't, here. Uh, people don't need to know that. This could be like a massive fucking, this could be like Joe Rogan's studio. It's a massive warehouse with rooms in it. It, it is a cool studio. Like you get, we, what you, you get what you pay for and when you're on a free podcast out the studio. It's a good studio though. <laughs> really enjoy the studio. Ho- home to many a spider. There is a lot of them. Yeah. Doing your bit for conservation of insects. Arachnids even. I like uh, firstly, apologies for the delay. If there was any picks that were missed. The guy did get it out before the first game. He did. But, I, I wasn't on the show last week, so I listened as, you know, it was all fresh to me, um, hearing your voices. Thought it was a very good episode. Enjoyed it. See, I don't get that luxury. Enjoyed it. Only once. I think there's only been once that you that, haven't been on. That's right. That's correct. Yeah, I did the Forbes was on it. Yeah. Um, last week's picks. We'll just go straight into it. My banker, Dino was agreeable at home. It was a They won 1-0. Very simple. 1-5. It was actually 1-7 by the time the game started. Yeah. That wasn't comfortable watching. No, because it was 0-0 up until 65 minutes. Yeah. I was. Uh, I wasn't. I thought it'd be a lot easier than that, but I had said this at the time. The pressures are very boring. They don't. Yeah. That's why I wasn't happy with the the minus one. I wouldn't have taken you, did, you did say that as well. Just, I said that would opt it, but I just wasn't interested. Just take the home win. Yeah, good shout. Um, so I I called in my stuff. Uh, I think Gordon read them out. Isomer vocals at home to Young Volendam top versus bottom. This was mental. I ended three all. What was the scoring run? Um. I one nil one each two one two two all maybe I can't I can't remember it was close. Um, Isomere vocals I think actually equalised in in stoppage time, so it wasn't like they were going to win. Right, okay. And had it taken from them, it was the other way around. There just wasn't enough time for them to go on and get a winner. Uh, Godo's banker, Godo got one in. Red Star versus Le Poy and the the French national. They won one nil. I said I didn't like it because of home form. They were down to 10 men. They scored They scored two minutes after going down to 10 men. Yeah, so they got a sending off and I was like, oh, this looks really bad now. Boom, there's your goal. Yeah, held it, out. I, I just, I, I was saying it was going to be low scoring and I didn't like it. It's just funny, like, see the early man. So I was at the Altglenike. That's I'm told that's how you pronounce it. Altglenike. Yeah. Game. See, see in German, if it's E, then an I, you pronounce it I. And if it's I, then E, you pronounce it E. So whatever the second letter is, Right, okay. You pronounce it that way. Okay, then I'm doing it right. Yeah. Um, they were playing Victoria Berlin, it was 3-2. We had that on the coupon and we had it both teams to score and the team win on the coupon. Yeah. But they went a goal down and a man down within the first six minutes. So we were like, ah, oh, fuck. So we doubled up the coupon because we were like, right. You, you rebacked to well, get the bigger odds. Well, because what we'd done was there was six of us in yeah. Berlin and we all just took a team each. Brilliant. And somebody taking that and went, right, we'll put that on but we'll also just take them as a single 
both teams scored one, but we rebacked it with all five teams. So I but left that game. Two of the other picks were already in as well, so three were in. And uh, we were let down. Fulham get beat off Hull. Oh right, I thought this was going to be like a, no, a purely the, regional Berlin coup. No, fucking no. We went, went straight to a pub to watch. They were waiting for the Union game to come on, so we went just a pub to watch that pub. Yeah, it was, that was a really good game. Um, VAR penalty instant. Right, we at the end. right. We left at eighty minutes because we were like we we we'd been out from. 4am Friday morning because that was on a flight the flight yeah. was 7 so we were out for 4am until 11 until about 9pm Saturday night it's a long day we were watching that game it was nil nil it was dull we were in a bar and we were just like fuck if we were going out tonight again we should probably go back to the apartment for a bit did you go back have a, have a nap and then head back out nobody, nobody went back out no I knew it <laughs> I, I, sat, I sat up and drank the rest of the vodka and watched the UFC but I should have slept because I was the only one getting on a flight at 9am. Oh, man, make the same mistake every single time. Great. Uh, my value changed, so only people on the Facebook group would have been lucky enough to get it. I had called Jamie McLaren to score any time for Melbourne City versus Wellington Phoenix. He pulled his hamstring during the week in training, so he's going to be out for four weeks. But I had said to yourself in the group chat, Melbourne City had actually even money to what, just win the match now. Yep, and it went on the Facebook group, uh, so a lot of people would have seen that. Um, they won 3-2 they were 3-1 up with the last 5 minutes well into Phoenix got a late goal but yeah so disappointing that I didn't get my shout but anyone who's seen the Facebook group or got on it at all because it was a 6am kick off here yeah so that was a wee bit annoying nobody would get that in um, Gordo's value Flynn Nevada versus Deportivo La Coruña he took the home team it was a 1-1 draw you said it would be 1-1 said it was 1-1 yeah I never backed it <laughs> Gordo's had a good week we'll get to the rest of it but I would like to point out remember his 0-0 shout <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, it's special. Did you see the final <laughs> score? Five one. There were th- there were three goals within twelve. The opening twelve minutes. I was, I was. We were all out, and I was like, "Any tips for tonight?" And I was like, "Well, Godo said Red Star at home. I don't like it, but it was his banker, so we'll have a look." And I was like, "Oh, he did say the Shambla game, nil nil draw." And my brother looked at it and he went, "Joe, it's two one after ten minutes." I. It was. He's like, "It's not going to fucking happen." Yeah, I was all over it texting him, going, "By the way, this now because I owed him twenty quid from baseball betting." And he was like, just stick it on the nil-nil for me on that game. I was like, do you really want me to do that? Okay, I'll do it for you. Right, that's that fucked. Do you know what I should have done? Said I'd stuck it on the nil-nil and just kept my 20 quid. <laughs> but I didn't. Um, it was going to happen. It was going to happen sometime. Fucking. It, it's fucking happened. Carl Zeissiena have won their first game in the Bundesliga and- lower leagues this year. And it happened when I'd taken Rostock as my value away from home. Yena won three one. Fuck knows how Yena have won a game. So I left. I left the trip on the Sunday, and everyone else was staying until Monday. Yeah, but they were all putting on a coupon, and I went. Remember Rostock away to Yena. That's the game you want to remember for me. It's, it's around even money. We a really good pick, and then they sent the coupon in, and I went. You've fucking missed uh, Rostock to win. It was their fault then. And then. I think after the Rangers game I checked they'd lost 3-1 I was like well done guys but the whole kit was fucked so I was glad it wasn't me um, my outsider Bohemians versus Slovakko I took Slovakko away it was a 0-0 draw nothing game I did say Slovakko didn't lose a lot of games um, but I didn't get my outsider in I didn't get my outsider in either uh, I took Aloha away at Arbroath just because Aloha are heavily overperforming this year and I think Arbroath are due a bit of a slide it was big odds at 3-1 and Arbroath won 2-1 and on that note, Gary Black has just joined us. Hi, guys. The the fan of lower league football, although technically you are for now. I'm a fan, I'm a fan now, of lower league football as well. You're going to be back at the, the big table next year. Um, 
Gordon. I'm going to I'm going to look out for Aloha next time they're at home against Especially anyone in the top four or five. Yeah, I think you get really good odds on them. But the the pick of the week is Gordo's outsider. He took the double chance, didn't he? Draw, he, draw or away. He took the double chance, but he did say categorically. Neighbors, son, you've got neighbors. He said twice in the podcast, "I'm going to go all in on them to win as well." And he texted the group chat and was like, fucking forgot to go on. Yeah. Like, you fucking dick. They were 11 to 1, Cagliari, uh, pre-game. They also won, they won midweek, because I'd backed them midweek, and I'm sure I'd sent it in the group chat yeah. to you guys. And Gordon was like, oh, that's weird, because they were one of my shouts in the podcast this week. Um, yeah, th- that was an interesting game, though, because, was it not reasonable? There was an, they went 1-0 up, courtesy of an own goal. And then a man, got a, a man, man sent, sent off. off. So everything sort of fell in favour, but at 11 to 1. Yeah, any, anyone who was ballsy enough to go with Gordo's shout, because that was what he led with. Even the 5 to 2 double chance is, is great there. But it was a lot better odds than Atlanta to win. Yeah. So it's a comfortable outsider. It's, I mean, the highest odds he's had. A really good pick. Brilliant. Um, charity wasn't as good. Uh, Forenza, my first backing of Ryan Gold's side. 1 2 1. Happy at that, even money. Peterborough, uh, who scored goals, scored 3. I had said Did, didn't win. Blackpool are annoyingly inconsistent. Like you cannot, they're becoming like uh, Kilmarnock or Hamlet. You cannot back against for the or anything. Yeah, the Barton. You can't can't rely on them to do anything. That that used to be Stoke for me when they were in the fucking Premier League. Uh, like you back you back them to win and they lose. You back them to lose, they win. Horrible. The Barton could really be doing with somebody backing them. Never. If not one in a few. Financially, financially <laughs> I, yeah, I'm betting that. <laughs> um. And Gordo had chosen Granada at home. It's also had the loss 2-1. That was 2-1. That's quite big odds for a charity bet. I like that. Well, I'd seen the Granada coach. So obviously Granada were top of the league, but what I didn't realise was there's three points separating seven teams Mm. at the top of the league. That's really tight. I'd seen their manager and owners have come out and said that this is just like a blip. They've got a big investment plan going forward, but (laughs) we're not not intending to be challenging this year. And that came right on cue because they've lost the last two games now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was us. I mean, I guess was there any much interaction? People following stuff. I guess Jason Stott put a, a load of really good tips in the Facebook group, and he's done it the last couple of weeks now. Like he obviously sits down on a Thursday or a Friday and really goes through the fixture card and provides like five or six things that is going on his coupon. I need to like figure it. Get and me. I think for the last couple of weeks he's been getting like four out of five. Like they're they're yeah. all they're good shouts. Yeah. Uh, Odensey Bowl Club was one this week that um, they were 2 0 up within in the first half. It was done and in. And I was like, cheers, Jason. Thanks for that. Scottish players abroad. We're getting Ziggy with it again. He's back. Ziggy Gordon. So, Ziggy Gordon's Central Coast Mariners. The way it works in the Australian League is there's always a team with a bye one week of the rounds because there's 11 teams in the league. Ah, okay. So there's always one team gets a day off. So I'm not big on the Australian League. Obviously, you know more than me when it comes to this area of the world. Is that because a team has dropped out or financially been unable to continue? I would have assumed the opposite of there having been an added franchise when Man City. Oh, okay. Open Melbourne City. That's my, that was my assumption, was that that would have made sense. It would have been a 10-team league. Did they take over Melbourne Victory or Melbourne no, Victory? Melbourne Victory still, still exists, yeah. Um, so, it was his week back. They were playing Perth Glory, who were the champions last year, who I backed regularly. And they won 2-1 away. He got booked, played the full 90 minutes. 
Central Coast Mariners are both goals are screamers. Mm. Like they've just dug in and the, the first goal was a beautiful what goal. I just like the idea that Ziggy Gordon was playing against my favourite player in the league, which is a guy called Castro, who plays with Perf, uh, Perf Glory. He's fucking so fun to watch. It's like watching Raquel me. He's just this wee jinxy number 10, just really creative, but you can tell you get nothing going back the way. Like it's just all attacking, but... Castro. Great yeah. name. Great name. <laughs> there's a... There's a clip of one of the... It's either centre half or centre mid as well at the end, in the 94th minute, who is kind of like... Kurt, you see Kurt Zuma last night when he ran from the edge of his own box? Yep. And got into their box and that shot over the bar. 94th minute, you just need to kill time. It's an advert for what Stuart Armstrong should have done. <sighs> he runs the ball past three players and just drives into a corner and kills the game. Just beautiful. It's just, uh, just that's all it reminded me of. I was like, Why have you reminded know. me about that? Because the thing that brought it back was he had two players either side of him and he just went, No, I'm just running this out. We're just going to kill time. Ryan Gold, we've already discussed it. They won 2 1. He won the penalty. So that's yep. the, another penalty one. He should have scored, I feel, but he is. He is hitting form, and he, this is going to become the part right. We get preachy on the Lauren Shanklin thing. Yeah, yeah. I, get him in. How this is what annoys me is I get that we're running Portuguese second division football, and this Stephen Naismith played twenty eight minutes on Saturday, uh, on Sunday in the same and He's called up to the Scotland squad. What's he's, the point? He started three games this year. I've no idea how this cunt is anywhere near that squad. Anywhere near it. Anywhere near that fucking squad. I, I just don't understand. Greg Taylor will let off because he's at least fit. Yeah. But he's only played one game this season as well. If I was uh, a Scotland international footballer, I would refuse to play in the new Scotland strip. Do you not like it? No, I like it's it. so I like, bad. What, I is like it too it. blue? No, it's... Not, not dark uh, enough. It looks like it's got big tea stains on it. Maybe the one I you've think, seen I does. Think, I think the second picture I sent you shows that's not what it looks like. I think the first picture looks really bad lighting. The second one looks a looks. I think it just looks like nineteen eighty six top. I like it as a thirty five year old man. I don't think the design's very good, <laughs> and they should listen to were me. You a, were you a fan of the uh, white, pink, and yellow horizontal stripe? Yeah, big fan. A few years ago, yeah. yeah. And my first ever football strip was the uh, strawberry and black currant jam. Yeah, I, I, I don't think your opinion really counts. <laughs> <laughs> Having this new information. Gary just doesn't like because it's got red, white and blue on it. It's got all the union colours. So that's what it is. So what's your favourite Scotland top then? I like, well, I really like the one that we had. But obviously you can't keep that forever. You need to change. Um, I very much liked the, uh, was it the France 98 one? The Umbro? Yeah, the, yeah. With the stripes. Uh, or the hoops, rather. Euro 96 is my favourite home top, which is the tartan one. Mm-hmm. And, Wait, let uh, me guess the away top. Is it the white one with the red? No, the, the that's zigzag. up there. That's but cool. it's the 1982 away one, the red one that's going to blow through it. Yeah. That's that's the one. I'm going to put a big shout out here for the yellow one. Do you remember that? It would have been is late that, 90s, maybe. Is that 90, I always I, associate that. that might the, yeah. Yeah. I always associate that with Don Hutchison. Yeah. yeah. First, I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, what we've no we were discussing this actually on the trip. What we've noticed is, see, because there's a massive rise in classic kits being sold. Yep. Like there's business, there's a bit shop in Manchester that's solely like Yeah, retro kits yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yep. This is what Adidas are Adidas are the ones that are clocking onto it for me. Mm. Where they're going, Arsenal, we're gonna bring out all the kits for A8. Yeah. Essentially that's what we're gonna run with. And there's going to be a rise in this. That's definitely a 1986 Scotland I, I kit. Think, I, think I, I like that old 80s Scotland kit, but I feel like the it's the the way the lines are wavy just ruins it. I've got a couple of old retro style kits. So in Europe, I think they've been punting these 
that they were ahead of the game in this because I've got like a Roma kit from the 1930s and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's got like a netting, um, you know, at the top yeah, yeah. Where, where the buttons are with the lace. Yeah, with the lace. Yeah. And I've got a Hertha Berlin one like that as well. I was like, I was looking down at the sheet there and going. What part have I written down talk about retro kits? But I've just remembered that it's Ryan Gold getting called up for Scotland. Ryan Gold getting called up for Scotland. We've got uh, a new kit. Fraser Hornby, who is called up for the under-21s, but would have been a more valid shout for Stephen Naismith's position in the first team. Um, Kortrick lost 3-0 away to Brugge. Can't get any highlights. Charlie Gilmore has not played since we last discussed, but Telstar have progressed in the Cup and drawn Ajax on the 18th of December. So Charlie Gilmore will be playing against Ajax. And the other news is Claire Elmsley, who is an Orlando Pride player, in the National Women's League in America has went on loan to Melbourne City. Hmm. So she'll be playing year-round again, so she won't be having any downtime on this section. She'll be back in it in a couple of weeks. Cool. So it's getting Ziggy Elmsley with it. Well, I think... That, well, I mean, where is Central Coast except at the Central Coast? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anywhere. Central near the sea in the middle. Are you familiar with Mariners? <laughs> Our sponsoring a player could win in the top of the league. They are. They beat, they beat Pollock. Pollock 1 0. They've now got a four point lead over Hashtag kill winning. Or, <laughs> that's, Gary, that's what you bring to this. Although we do have the right pronunciation of Irvin Meadow. Meadow. Because if God always here, it would be Irvin Meadow. Uh-huh. So it's nice, nice to get that contrast because I'm sure people probably would never be able to find Meadow on a map the way God says it. <laughs> This week's picks, this is where it gets funny, Andy. We are racing through this. It's the Scots abroad dropping from, what, 13 players we have in a roster? 13 players in a roster. The women's yes, PN. To, to five there and two didn't even play. Lana so. Clare and Fiona Brown are injured, although Fiona Brown's season's just finished. Corsay and Elmsley up until now were out of season. Johnny Russell's out of season. Ollie Burke and Alaves is not getting game time. Tony Watts not getting game time. Liam Henderson's well, not playing even Do we include uh, Glasgow City reaching the quarterfinals of the Champions League? Yep, but then it's not Scott. Well, it could be, I suppose, as Gary, you're right, technically they're going to be they're, Scots they abroad. Will be, they will be playing. Did you see their game against Bronby? No, I've not seen it. The penalty shootout is one of the worst penalty shootouts <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Horrendous. Is there a reason? The, you can practice penalties. I, I don't know if just the occasion, like from both sides, not just Glasgow City, but it was dodgy. Like, I think if you were in the goal, you could have saved almost all of them. I always guess, though. No, you don't need to guess. Like, that's the point. No, like, they but, were hit so close. But I would. You know? Because Glasgow City lost that match at home 2-0. But they won 2-0 away as they, well. They'd won two way away previously and then went and then went through on penalties. So absolutely fair play to them. That's brilliant. But the penalty shootout, because Gordon and I bet on penalty shootouts every time there is one that's on TV. <laughs> we, we just pick a side so like we get heavily involved in the quality of the penalties and get really angry at it we've got money riding on this take a better penalty Mammy, you and see if we're having a poker night that's already got money at stake in between decks being shuffled if Ewan's the one shuffling it'll go that to me 20 quid higher or lower brilliant and you're like, mate, we're already gambling. We yeah. don't need to add. No, you gamb- always need to add gambling. We, no, we used to do that. No. I used to play lots of cards in the, in the Gala Casino. Uh, bet on the side bets on the colour of the flop. Will there be more red or black cards? That's Ridiculous. A, this is a good al- advert for just checking if you are okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, betting on betting on penalty shootouts is uh, is really really good fun. <laughs> 
it just no none of that appeals to me. None. Oh, it makes the it makes the penalties so interesting. Uh but yeah, Glasgow City ladies through. Congratulations, yeah. So this week's picks, my banker is Ligia Warsaw at home to I'm gonna say Garnick. So it's first versus Say that again. Garnick. Garlic. Go- not garlic, Gary Garnick. Does sound Irish, doesn't it? No, they are. It's the the Polish region in Ireland. But, yeah, but this, Poles. But, but if this if Gornick was Irish, it would have a lot more letters than just G O R N I K. That's true. That's There'd be very C's true. and H's and U's. It'd be so lot. much more helpful for my editing if you could spell out every team name as you go through them. <laughs> Not going to do that. I mean, we do post pictures in the chat. Yeah, but I don't remember <laughs> that. Um, Lizzie are top versus Garnick who are 12th of a 16 team league um, you're getting 1 to 2 if they win at home Lizzie are on a bit of a tear they've won the last 5 in all competition um, 4 wins on the home uh, at home against a team who have got 1 win and 10 away and 4 points from 7 games away in all competition so it's not looking good Yep. but I think they do have potential to nick a draw only at home though so I'm banking on this being Just a continuing to travel poorly away um, Legia put seven past the team in the last home game, so I'm pretty comfortable. But the the odds of one to two are making me a bit shaky, because when I seen the form, because when I do this, I do this on a Monday, and yep. I've only got the form to look at, and then normally about Tuesday, Wednesday, the odds appear, mm-hmm. and I was going to Esther one to four, mark it down, we'll take it later. So the fact you're getting one to two, and I seen it one to two, man, fuck, why is that one to two? One to two is still, you know, it's still a good favourite. Yeah, but I really did think one to five. I was like, oh, I feel better. So. It's only the odds that have made me feel a bit shaky, but we'll see. For my banker, I'm over in Hungary in the OTP Bank Liga. It's um, Kapsovar against Mol Ferivar, which, okay. which I will now call Mol, Gary. Yeah. Just M-O-L. There you go. Um, there's top V bottom clash after 11 matches. Mol, 23 points from 11 games. Kapsovar, only six points from theirs, so they're right down at the basement. Uh, they're the worst performing team in the league at home. Only picked up three points at home from six matches, and that was a 2-0 win against DVTK. And so they've lost their other five home games. Mole performed pretty well away from home. 11 points from five away games. And they haven't lost a domestic away match since back in May. Interestingly enough, also against DVTK. But that doesn't really matter. Odds of 1-3 to three seem pretty safe. Yeah, I, I don't want to give you too much backing because any time I do, it doesn't come in. So I'm just going to say, yeah. Hey, come on, it's top V-bop. Everything's in favour. I, I know. I just <laughs> I just don't want to give you my seal of approval because any time I do, it, it seems to be fucking go tits up. Uh, Gordo's banker is Sociedad at home at Leganes. Uh, Leganes are terrible away. Even if Sociedad weren't a good team, which they are, they're in the top three just now. Uh, they just beat, as we mentioned, Granada away. They're on good form. But even if they weren't, Leganes are so shit. There's such a form mismatch here. Like the notes I've got after hearing his picks is I really like the value in this one. Yeah. Interestingly, he backed against Sociedad last week and he's flipped to to backing for them this week. I like it. No, I think I think this is a good one. This is Friday night at eight PM. So this is this is an earlier an earlier game. Right, okay. It seems pretty safe to me, but again, my seal of approval means nothing. I like it. Yeah, my value is Istra versus Karicha, so in the Croatian league. It's Karicha away to Istra. It's six versus eight, so Gricha are six 
away to Istra, who are 8th, but there is 12 points difference in the league. Garicha on their recent form, so Istra, sorry, no wins in 7. Garicha have beaten in the last 4 games. Hadjik split twice, once in the quarterfinals, once in the league. Hadjik split a second in the league. They're good. Very good. And they've beat Rijeka, who are 4th in the league. So they've beat strong teams around them in normal time. Uh, 65 is just really good odds. I don't really know why you're getting such such good odds. They, they are a better team. But I guess Eastra are capable of nicking a draw. But I'm I'm backing it. I'm going to go pretty hard on that. And actually my outsider, which we'll discuss in a minute. So that's Gorica. Goricha. And your first game's Gornick. Yeah. I'm seeing a pattern here, John. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't scare me. <laughs> my value pick, I'm in the Japanese J-League. So that's the top league in Japan. This game takes place at 5am on Saturday morning. So best getting it on any coupons on the Friday night. It's Tokyo away at Iwata at odds of 6-7. to seven. We're 30 games into the J-League season and there's only 34 games. So it's coming close to crunch time. Tokyo are joint top of the table in 59 points alongside the Kashima Antlers and one point ahead of Yokohama who have 58 yeah, that's points. that's mental. Really, really tight. I think Frontale are only in 54 points. So there's there's four teams essentially. Still win the are, league. Yeah, and three that are right next to each other. Um, their opponents, Iwata, are dead last. They're on 25 points. Uh, they're almost marooned there. They're five points behind second bottom Yamaga. Um, so Iwata are the worst performing home team in the league. They've only had eight points from 15 home matches, yet they've managed 17 points away from home, which is pretty interesting because usually in uh, in leagues that are spread as far apart as uh, the geographically as the Japanese league, you perform a lot better at home, not these guys. Uh, so Tokyo will be really keen to win this game with only four games, games left in the season. Real title shot. Maybe all the Iwata players have got really shite houses and when the club pay for a nice hotel, they get just a really good sleep. Maybe. Yeah, they just enjoy being away. So if there's four games left, losing this game would relegate would be, them or cement them to the bottom? It would. Well, it, dep- it, it depends what um, Yamaga do, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just noted that there's loads of low-scoring games, so really Tokyo need two goals. Hmm. That's my feeling on it, but again, I think it's some really good odds. The, 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 annoying, the only annoying thing is any time a relegation battling team has to play, I just wish they were done. Yeah, but the or thing they were is, mid-table going nowhere. That's true, but that's counterbalanced by the fact that Tokyo win. really need to win to win the league. So it's not like a mid-table against the relegation team. It's a it's a top v bottom clash. Uh, Gordo's value is Racing Santander versus Ponferradino. Ponferradina. Banferradina, sorry. It's 21 to 10. You're getting really good odds for this. Yeah, that's the Spanish La Liga 2 on Sunday at 5pm. He's taking the draw. 21 to 10. It is a really good shout. There is so many draws between this. This away team have drawn like something like 9 of 15 matches of yeah. the last 15 matches. They're draw specialists. Racing Santander don't score a lot of goals. So I'm not going to do my 1-1 shout again. I'm just going to say I do really fancy this draw. This draw or it'll just be nicked by a single goal. So your opinion is draw. Gary, you can read my opinion there in my notes. Uh, no comment, no opinion. No opinion. I have no opinion on this game. That's very political of you, Andy. I just, I just don't know anything about it. My outsider is in the Austrian Bundesliga. It's Sturm Graz at home to Hartburg. Sturm Graz are fifth, Hartburg are fourth. The away team, you're getting five to one. That is absolutely massive. Yep. Hartburg are above them in the league. They won at home 1-0 against them earlier in the season. But Sturm, Why are they five to one? 
Well, this is what we're trying to do this podcast for. <laughs> no, but like based on what you said there, yeah. I might expect it gets, it gets three to one. Gets or something at, at, at the max. Stumgratz have lost four games this season, and it's been to Hartburg and the other top three. So, so they've never beat anyone above them. Ah, they're so an far. Arsenal type. So this, so this team. Um, I just really fancy Hartburg. They have they've had dodgy results on the road, but Stumgratz would draw a lot at home. For five to one, for a team, ab- if a team's above you and you're getting five to one, I'm going to take it. Especially if the sample size is more than like three games into the league. Yes, the five to one seems like a really good price. So go have a look at it. So to confirm, their Stumgrats have lost to every team above them so far. Two of them home. They lost at home to uh, who's the team that? Not it sounds like Wolfsburg, but they're in Germany. Wolfsburger or something? <laughs> is that them? I don't know. Uh, they're third in the Austrian league. They lost four 0 at home at them last week. Right. Okay. So they get absolutely scudded at home off a team that are only two points above Hartburg. So five to one away team Hartburg at Sturmgratz. I like that purely for the odds. I think I think they're really good odds. It's five to one right now on Skybet. Um. So my outsider is three to one. It's the MLS final. It's the showpiece final of the final of the um, American League, the playoffs. So I've won actually. A couple of bets now backing Toronto. I backed them in the quarters and also in the semi-final as outsiders both times. First away at New York at 12-5 to and then again away at Atlanta at 4-1 last week. Um, they've been really impressive. Great example of a team that can adapt and exploit their opponent's weaknesses. They're really well organised and when they hit in the break, they hit, they hit hard. Um, interestingly, the way that the American playoff system is where a team gets home advantage right. so Toronto obviously qualified seeded a lot lower they've played every game away so the final's being held in Seattle but I don't think that uh, they're away specialists they won away in New York for the quarter um, they won away in Atlanta last week for the semi-final so they're away in Seattle what they'll do they'll try and soak up pressure hit Seattle hard when they get the opportunity and just be really well organised and tough to break down um, having won their previous ties both by a scoreline of two to one, I actually think a wee Toronto two one win is is something that could happen here. But odds of three to one for them to win is is my outside pick. So Toronto to win the MLS final in ninety minutes. Yeah, when I looked at this, I just seen loads of wins for both teams. Well, and yeah, it's it, a playoff final, so they had to have won. And I didn't quite realise it got to this point of the season where it was already the final. Yeah. So no, that's that's a good shot. I just didn't realise Seattle were actually at home. Do we know if uh, a Canadian team's ever won the MLS before? So do you want me to look? Yeah, Gary, you you I'll, I'll find out. You do that whilst I rip apart Gordo's outsider, but you know what? Gordo's in form. So one last thing. That's obviously the playoff finals. It's Sunday at eight PM and it'll be on TV. It'll be a really good watch. Is uh, it Sky Sports a, a nice time to watch it. It'll be Sky or BT Sports. Cool. Uh, Gordo's outsider is in France, Rode at home to Lens. He's went with Rode, five to two. They are the outsider. Lens are getting a draw out of this, they're not they're not losing this game. Yeah, I've I've just put no as my note here. The only other thing I've got is a note is that Rode seem to not be playing games at home. No, they're not. They're playing in a different stadium. Is there a reason? I don't know it the just reason. Says, but see all the games they have won at home so far. They're also in that other. Stadium. All right, so, been... so it's not it's not this week only. There'll right, construction work or something getting done. Um, so their their good home form is actually alternate home form. Okay, so they've lost like four of the last six. As a mix of home and away, they have won three of the last five, drawn one and lost one. Lons have lost one, drawn two, won two away. It's Lons aren't losing that game. 
I, I just think from from the other two outsiders that are both bigger prices, I think they're better shouts, even though they're bigger prices. I mean, I'm not going to back myself that much. I think my shout's okay. It's five to one, John. That's that's what I mean. It's a huge, big price. Okay. No. Yep. So that was says outside the Rodeo Home Lens. In 2016, Seattle Sounders beat Toronto in the final on penalties Revenge. after a nothing each draw. Revenge. So this is this is the rematch three years later. In 2017, Toronto FC beat Seattle Sounders two nothing. So this is the third, ah, so the third and fourth years. But that game was in Toronto, whereas, uh, the, whereas the first one would have been in Seattle. BMO Field, they've both been at. And BMO Field is in Toronto. So this is the first one in Seattle. Ah, interesting. Okay, so it's one apiece? Yep. <laughs> okay. It's one apiece and in a different stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Charity picks. I'm back in Czech Republic. I have Mlada Boleslav at home with Bohemians. Let's explain the charity picks for yeah, what they actually te- are. Yeah, for God's sake, we're terrible at doing this. We bet £10 a week on our treble. Charity. Get the winnings. And, and the winnings go to a charity. A charity. So there's a pick from John, pick from me, pick from Gordon, and we have free reign to make that pick whatever odds in whatever market we like. Yep. And we will donate. At the end of the season, we'll rack it up and donate the £10 anyway to each charity we chose anyway. So it's a risk-free charity bit yeah. for the charity. And obviously we're, obviously we're picking things that we think will happen. Yes, yeah, we're not. Yeah, because why? So, we... so also take these as reasonable tips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, we're not just doing this for the sake of it. <laughs> also, feel free to recommend charities. Yeah, please do. Get get in touch on Twitter mm. or on Facebook and recommend charities that, that this money can go to. The least deserving, the better. It's not the least deserving, it's the smaller charity, Gary. No, I want, like, a charity that kills puppies in front of children. I mean, are the sick puppies? Because that's just a veterinarian. No, they're very healthy, very cute puppies. I- I'm totally against this. Yeah. I'd prefer a charity that killed children who, who in front you, of puppies. <laughs> who even allowed for this charity to be registered, Gary? Where is this charity yeah. registered? You've not thought this through at all. No. Check the public. Mother boss will have at home to Bohemians 1905. You're getting four to seven, four to six, depending on the bookmakers. It's the second best home team against the second worst away team. Bohemians are now on no win in seven. So I backed them last week to lose at home to Slovakia. They're a poor team. Boslav I've picked twice. They've beat Pilsen at home. They've beat Sigma Olmuk at home. And they've beat, I'm trying to think, oh, Sparta Prague at home as well. So they're beating big teams at home. They did have a blip against uh, Tbilisi where they lost 3-1 at home. But apart from that, it's 7 out of 8. Very strong home team. 46 or 47, depending on your bookmaker. It's the Dundee Derby in the Scottish Championship on Friday night at quarter to 8. And is this Friday again? Why? Is it just for TV? TV. It's for TV. So it's Friday evening at Dens Park. So Dundee are the home team. You'll get Dundee United. That's the you know disclaimer here. That's the team I support and go to all the games for. Um, but you'll get them at 7-5 to win. I'm not going to take that. Instead, I'm going to take Lauren Shankland to score at any time. He's scored 16 goals in the league campaign already through only 12 matches, so well over a goal a game average. 
The last time the teams met each other was at the end of August this season. Dundee United ran out 6-2 winners at Tannadice, so plenty of goals Which there. Which you had taken as your value. I had. And also we mentioned that Lauren Shank would definitely score. And he did. Uh, so whilst I don't expect the same amount of goals or a similar result necessarily this time, it will be a pretty fiery affair. And if Dundee United get on the score sheet, it will most likely be via Shankland. He's great in the air. He's good with his feet. He's our main focal point of attack. And crucially, he also takes all the penalties. Are you attending? Yes, I'll be there on the Shed Fifty Seven supporters bus. So, um, I have to I have to be honest that I actually said to John yesterday, uh, what kind of a wanker buys a poppy badge with a football club attached to it? Oh, I've got one. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't personal, but I feel like I have to tell you. That's all right. Don't mind. Gary's like one of those people that just can't digest any guilt. Like, <laughs> It's part of my fucking staple diet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Things I've regretted. I have... Oh, sorry, Godless charity pick, which I've got written here as Andy's, but it's not. Montrose at home to Forfa. This would be a value, Godo. This is another, fucking amazing. Another derby. This yeah. is amazing value, this, Godo. This is a really good pick. If you saw this in another country, like having scrolled through Flashcore and seen this form yes. in the Armenian League or something, you'd be like, oh my God, I've unearthed a diamond. Yeah. yeah. Montrose at home to Forfa are 4-5, to five, so roughly even money. Montrose are 5 wins on the spin at home versus Forfa, 5 losses away from home in a row and also 5 losses home in, or away in, in a row. In general in a row, yep. So they are just fucking terrible. And I have went through Twitter, I cannot see a report of mass injuries in the Montrose team. So as far as I'm seeing, it looks like a fucking solid pick that I can't see any holes in. I wonder if this is uh, this standard is definitely a candidate for... The lowest attended derby in proper football. Yeah, I w- think it'll be that. I think so, because neither of them have particularly large home fan bases. I mean, Gary, as you've seen from the picture from the Berlin game I was in, which is a Berlin derby. Yeah, but that's a regional league. But it is there, it's like Glasgow derbies, this is their old firm. So this is the one that they hate, and there was what? Well, you couldn't see for the picture, but what you did see was three very empty stands. I saw three very, very empty uh, stands. You know, you know what it'll be? It'll be Montrose against Breakin. It'll not be against Montrose. Uh, against Forfa. Forfa are all right. It'll be uh, Montrose, Breakin. It'll be the lowest attended derby anywhere in the world. I've got one quick special, and I don't know if you can get it, so you'll need to look at it as it goes. Banico Strava and Czech Republic are playing Kavina on Saturday. Kavina have had in the last three matches a red card piece, and they've lost every game. So they've obviously got a lot of ill discipline going on you right now. I would have a wee look at the red card if you can get one in play, just to see. Because it seemed, I mean, the red cards are not standalone. Mm. It's seven or eight bookings per match as well. So they are just fucking wow. Check hatchet men. <laughs> Absolute mental. On Sunday, we've got the Liverpool Man City game. Anything for it? Nothing, no interest. I, I will have an interest near the time, but I'm oh, I'm going to wait. I'm. I would love. I would love. We talked about this last week with VR, which we're probably going to moan about again. We recorded this on Wednesday morning, God and I, and I had my rant about Liverpool players diving, and then watched the Arsenal League Cup oh. match against Liverpool oh. with Harvey Elliott, but there's no VAR. Yep. A blatant dive yep. gets a penalty. But then Manny, yesterday, uh, on Sunday, blatant dive gets booked. It's not cheap, but I did. I was just because I, I liked Pep Guardiola's wee dig at them. 
you see him when he said in the interviews he went yeah but Liverpool, Liverpool have got something special about them whether it's diving or scoring an amazing goal they, <laughs> they seem to just keep going I was like yes love that that is, that is exactly what this is for um, I've seen a clip on social media this week that is uh, 25 years since the NFL brought in instant replays for referees and the first match it was brought in there was a big controversy that the referee looked at the uh, video and still made a wrong decision yeah. so it happens to everybody, apparently. <laughs> the thing, so on on the Trampled Bat podcast, we do a bit called Banhammer, and I wanted Banhammer myself because it was a tweet that I seen I wrote myself <laughs> that someone sent back to me about eight months ago. I don't know what it was I'd done that got it deserved to be screenshotted, but it did. And I have used the term VAR as if it's the thing. And on this tweet, I moaned about people using VAR as if it's the name of the thing and not that it's still just fucking human beings being terrible at interpreting what's been shown to them live. <laughs> like, so when I'm saying, so I'm going to now say the person in charge of watching the replay is fucking useless. VAR works. Videos, video assisting referees works. The people being assisted are fucking idiots and are unable to tell what's happening. If you can watch a screen that's got four different angles of the film and go, I fucking don't know. Sometimes you don't know, though. But then that would be an okay announcement. Yeah, we don't know. We so don't they, know. They, so they, they the call original decision is going to stay, yeah. except reversing something and going. Why was why was that reversed? It's a fucking. Di- it's the exact same thing I seen a week ago. Yeah, I'm not a fan of VAR. We know my opinions on VAR. Don't like it. This is my one exciting point because I don't. I prepare these shitty notes. This is the part where I know nothing about. So, did God win a game? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got horsed again. Off a, off a, um, so, so he's still so I, dead last. So I was. So this is the trample bet draft league. It's a fantasy football draft league where players can only each player can only be owned once by one of the teams. And Gordon, I think we're through eleven games now, and he's 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 owned eleven. Everyone else has a good share of wins and losses. Surely, <laughs> just by the law of average, he's due to win something. No, because he plays the average and he lost to them as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna. You're right. He's gonna. He's trying. So he's going to win one week. I've got him this week, and I'm terrified <laughs> that it's me. And and I've made this. I've made the big mistake. I have six Arsenal players in my squad, right? But two. So two of my players, my other players, are are suspended. So I can't put these Arsenal players on the bench. They're going to be in the team. So if Arsenal have a bad week, this is it. This is Gordon. It. Gordon could beat me. Okay, I'm going to the game. Are you? Lest I be Arsenal. And so I mentioned, I said in the podcast last week, if you can get a bet, which you could at the time, and I didn't know, on Shaka to no longer be Arsenal captain. It Done. Was, it was three Boom. to one, which I couldn't believe. Um, I got it wrong on the next captain. I assumed it'd be Bellerin. I didn't think Aubameyang was the right call at all. But did Emery not say something like, we're going to have three captains? Well, it was five before, but he's running out of players, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally forgot about that. Leicester at home to Arsenal are 11 to 10. That's crazy. That I could not. I cannot bring myself to bet that. No, neither can I. However, such a however, bet. anyone listening who does not, who actually enjoys Arsenal being shite, <laughs> bet on this. There is fucking. There is no chance in hell Arsenal get out there by point. There's just not happening. It's he. I watched the Wolves highlights back when I got when I got home, and I heard Emery say the tactics worked perfectly because he switched to a diamond because he knew that he would have to stop. Wolves playing wide, uh, playing through the centre. Wolves are, Wolves are very strong in the wide areas. Yeah, they're good in the flanks. That's why they had 19 shots on goal and Arsenal had four. Yeah. So Emery currently, 
I think there's good managers that can hit really low confidence when things don't go right and they interpret things that are happening completely wrong. My worry is the way Chilwell and Ricardo play at fullbacks. If he fucking play, just look at the lineup, you'll be able to tell quickly. If he goes with a diamond again, Leicester are not only going to beat Arsenal, Humiliate. it's going to be very convincing. Yeah. And he will be sacked by Monday morning. Do you One, think so? 100. Think it's fucking terrible. The guy's fucking. I hate to say this because he's obviously a good manager when he's passed, but he's someone who's getting too much attention and he's fucking bought. It, it, that Wolf statement, I was like, that's a guy who doesn't that's, know what's happening yeah, in front that, of him. That opens up like all sorts of questions. Who'd you get in? I, I don't know yet. I just know that he. Levine. <laughs> <laughs> David Moyes nearly touted oh, for two God. seconds but but it, honestly if if he goes with that diamond again it will not only be a defeat it will be a really they beat us 3-1 at the end of the season yep. last year and I suppose it was a nothing game but if you're telling you, you're actually telling me oh no I'm just saying this just 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 listen to these words Jamie Vardy's going to be up against David Luiz and Socrates doesn't that's a well. fucking that's a fucking double or a hat waiting to happen. This is absolutely primed for another John Walker viral video. Oh no no I'm I'm going I'm going there with the lowest of expectations. When I went to that Man City Arsenal game, Arsenal were taught by two points <laughs> at that point in the season and went two one up. So when we went six two down, I was kind of going, "Fuck, why are we bringing on Bentner?" <laughs> You need to get back on BBC Radio so you can now be like... <laughs> oh, Trample Bit Podcast, eh? <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, honestly, back that to the hilt. I can't. Listeners, please just look at the squad. If it's a diamond, it will be Ginduzi. It You know what? If it's a diamond, Ozil starts. Yeah. If Ozil starts, it's a diamond. That's how you'll know. What if uh, Leicester beat Arsenal and Arsenal try to get Rodgers? He won't leave yet. He'd go Are for the money. Sure? For Arsenal? For Arsenal? We, mate, they're going to different, very, to very different directions and right we all, But we all know also, Gary, that Brendan Rodgers stays around and finishes projects. Yeah, but we also all know that he's a big snake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As, I'm, as Chris Conroy <laughs> keeps telling us. Exactly. <laughs> um, as always... Share, review it, retweet it, and you see, share it, we see, we really appreciate it. Get involved in the Facebook group, just search Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook, ask to join the group. Um, Only come, if you're not going to give me a hard time. <laughs> come in. No, give Gary a Come hard in, time. join the community, uh, get involved with, with sharing picks and tips and thoughts on what we put out in the podcast, and also giving Gary a hard time. <laughs> Great fun. Uh, you can get me at John Walker underscore 1986 on Twitter. You can get me at ASV Sports. Uh, you can get us all at Trample Bet. You can get Gordo at underscore Gordo Mick. There's lots of people on Twitter that are well worth following. Is there though? Probably. Okay. I'll take your words for it. Um, have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.